You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to another episode of the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based on 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. We always win. Thank God we win in Christ. Listen, I'm going to begin a new series today, and I believe uh, that it's going to be a blessing to you. I, I've been praying, always praying about how can I help uh, believers and how can I help people navigate through these challenging times that we're in. So I'm going to begin a series today entitled Best Days Ahead best days ahead. This is our first episode. And the theme, I was trying to think, what what is the theme of this series? And the theme of this series is hope. You remember Reverend Jackson used to say, and still say, keep hope alive. I guess this series is about keeping our hope alive, especially in difficult times. We're in very, very difficult times, and it's easy to lose our hope. You know, the Bible says that faith is the substance of things that we hope for, or faith gives substance to our hopes. Now, I did a series called Boot Camp Faith, and we talked about uh, how faith works and how it operates But faith has to have something that is connected to. It has something, has to give substance to something. It has to have a goal. So that's where hope comes in. Faith gives substance to our hopes. Now, listen at this. Fear gives substance to hopelessness. Fear gives substance to hopelessness. So I believe that when this series is all done, I believe that you're going to be in a place of high hopes where your faith can cause your hopes to come into manifestation. So today, in this first lesson, I want to call it Bright Future. Bright Future. Bright Future. Regardless of your state, your present state, regardless of your present condition, your status or position in life, there are better days ahead. Better days ahead. I am saying that you have a bright future. Regardless to what you're dealing with right now, I guess I want to, by the Spirit of God, to lift your eyes beyond what's going on in your present circumstances and realize that you have a bright future. I want you to make that a confession. Make that a confession. Say that after me. I have a bright future. Let's say that again. I have a bright future. You know, the Bible promises, and we're going to look at two promises today. The Bible promises better days than now. God in his word promises you better days than now. Job chapter 8, verse 7. 
is a very powerful verse. It says, though thy beginning was small, yet your latter days should greatly increase. That's the authorized King James Version, Job 8, 7. Now, we're talking about the fact that you have a bright future. There are better days ahead for you. Now, listen, though thy beginning was small, yet your latter end should greatly increase. Now, that's the King James Version. I look this verse up in other translations. And I want to read some of these translations for you. And then I want you to go back and I want you to meditate on these. I want you to meditate because God wants to encourage you. Now, Job chapter eight, verse seven, in the New Living Translation, it says, and though you started with little, you will end with much. Wow, that's a good translation. Listen at that. Though you started with little, you will end with much. You see, there are better days ahead of you. You have a bright future. That's the New Living Translation. The New Century Version says, where you began will seem unimportant, because your future will be so successful. You know, when I uh, was meditating on Job 8, 7, and I was looking in these different translations, I saw that God wanted to say something different to different individuals. The New Century Version, that's Job 8, 7, New Century Version says, where you began, where you began, will seem unimportant because your future will be so successful. That's powerful. I also looked it up in the Century English Bible, and it says, although your formal state was ordinary, your future will be extraordinary. I know you love that because I love that. Now, listen what it says. The CEB translation, it says, although your former state was ordinary, your future will be extraordinary. That's powerful. Then I looked it up in the God's Word translation. Same verse, Job 8, 7. God's Word translation says, then what you had in the past will seem small, compared with the great prosperity you will have in the future. i said that again. Then what you had in the past will seem small compared with the great prosperity you will have in the future. Then the good news translation, Job chapter 8, verse 7, the good news translation, it says, all the wealth you lost will be nothing compared with what God will give you then. Now, I, lo I, knew, I know that speaks to somebody. I, that speaks to somebody who's lost something. 
Maybe you've lost a relationship. Maybe you've lost financially. Maybe you've lost something in your life. Maybe you lost a position. Listen what God says to you. Just encourage you. I want to keep hope. I want you to have your hopes up. Now, listen. The Good News Translation says, all the wealth you lost, all the wealth you lost, think about everything you lost. It says, all the wealth you lost will be nothing compared with what God will give you then. And then finally, I looked it up in the New International Reader's Version, same verse, New International Reader's Version, and it says, in the past, things went well with you, but in the days to come, things will get even better. I'll say that again. In the past, things went well with you. Now, some of you may say, well, man, my past was great. I had a great time in the past. In fact, I want to go back to the past. Man, I wish I could rewind the past. I, I wish all this thing can be over so I can go back to the past. Man, I'd be glad when this virus is over and everything is over. So I want to go back to what to normal. I, I want to get back to normal. Listen what God says to you. In the New International Reader's Version, in the past, things went well with you, but in the days to come, things will get even better. You see, a lot of people are talking about going back, and I want to go back, and I wish things to, uh, you know, were the way they way, way they were, and all that. Well, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to normal. I believe that God has something better for us out in our future. I believe He's saying through all these translations, He said in the in the uh, traditional King James, he says, your end will greatly increase. In the New Living Translation, he says, you will end up with much. In the New Century Version, he says, your future will be so successful. In the CEB Translation, he says, your future will be extraordinary. In the God's Word Translation, he says, Things that you experienced in the past are going to seem small compared to the great prosperity that you will experience in the future. The Good News Translation says, listen, all the wealth you lost will not compare to what God is going to give you. And then in the New International Reader's Version, he says, even though things were well in the past, is going to get even better in the future. Listen, your future is very bright. And sometimes when you're in a challenge, it could be a, a, a relational challenge, it can be a, a, a home challenge, it can be a financial challenge, sometimes it can be a job-related challenge, sometimes the future seems so bleak. It seems like, oh my goodness, I'll... I, I, I just want to die. Some people actually feel that way. Listen, you have a bright future. I want you to say that. I have a bright future. I want you to say it one more time. I want you to say it to yourself. I have a bright future. 
That's Job chapter 8, verse 7. But in the 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, the Message Bible says, Our faces shining with the brightness of his face, and so we are transfigured much like the Messiah. Our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and as we become like him. 2 Corinthians 3.18 in the Message Bible says that our lives will gradually become brighter and our lives will be more beautiful. Our lives will get better and our lives will be more beautiful. That's what the word is saying. No matter where you are spiritually, you may say, well, I'm struggling spiritually. Listen, there are better days ahead for you. You have a bright future. The scripture says that your life is going to get brighter and your life is going to be more beautiful as you look and behold in Christ. So we got scripture. Now I want you to go back and I want you to listen to Job, listen to this podcast, and I want you to look at the text, Job 8, 7, and all the different translations. I want you to meditate on those translations so that you can keep your hope up and keep your hope alive and you can be, realize you have a bright future. Now, we're talking about better days ahead. Change is the doorway to your better days. So let's talk about change. Change is the doorway to better days. Change is the doorway to better days. Now let's I want I want to look at three major points about change. Number 1, change is a law of life. Change and we're in a this is when this is the change season, but change is the law of life. Genesis 8:22, the New Living Translation says, "As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night." So change is a law of life. Change is a part of the human experience. Change is not going anywhere. It is a part. You say, well, things have changed. I don't like the, I don't like the way things have changed. Listen, change is a part of the human experience. Change comes in different forms. Sometimes change happens around us. And as we look in our nation, we look in our world, we look in society, we see a lot of transition. We see a lot of change. Sometimes change happens to others. They happen to other change happens to other people that we know. Sometimes change happens to other people we don't know. Sometimes change happens to us. You say, well, my life is just full of change. Well, it's a law of life. Sometimes change is evolutionary. We have time to prepare for it. We see it coming. 
It's like aging, like aging. As you age, it's gradual. It's gradual. You know, my my wife and I was talking about it doesn't seem like we've been married 42 years. You know, it didn't happen overnight. 42 years didn't happen overnight. It was gradual. But sometimes change is a crisis. It's sudden, and we don't have time to prepare. Much of what has happened with the coronavirus, COVID-19, and the uh, employment and the economic crisis, think about it. We're talking about the last five months, 177,000 people have died. The last five months, 20 to 30,000 people are unemployed. Think about just a short period of time. This was a this was a crisis change. It, you know, there, there there was no time, not much time for us to prepare. Most of us didn't see it coming. But listen at this. No season lasts forever. No season lasts forever. The Bible says as long as the earth remain, there will be seed time or planting and harvest. There will be coal and heat. There will be summer and winter. There will be day and night. But no season lasts forever. Now let's think about that for a moment. No season lasts forever. Now some seasons are longer than others. You say, well, how long this is going to last? And some season lasts longer than others, but no season lasts forever. Now, there's two sides to this. To understand that the, the, no season lasts forever, we have to think. If no season lasts forever, then it's very important that we live life without regrets. In other words, it's important for us to understand that regardless to whatever season that we're in, let's say we're in this great season, everything is going great, you know, and I got this great marriage, I got all this going for me. Now listen carefully, no season lasts forever. So it's critical if you're in this beautiful season of time in your life is critical that you not take the season for granted. I believe that we can live life in such a way where we're in the moment. You want to be the best husband, the best wife. You want to be the best parent that you possibly can because the season that your children are in, it's not going to last forever. I know sometimes it may feel like it, but one day they're going to grow up and one day, they're going to leave the house, and one day, you're going to have an emptiness, okay? That's going to happen. So every season that we're in, and I can look back and say that in, in terms of my kids, I love and enjoy them every season. They had the kid season, the child season, the teenage season, uh, the college age season, now then their adult season. Listen. No season lasts forever, so don't 
take it for granted. If you got a good thing, regardless whatever it is, you got a good job, don't take it for granted. If you got a good relationship, don't take it for granted. If you got a good friend, don't take your friend for granted. No season lasts forever. Now, on the flip side, maybe it's really tough for you right now. Now, understand that it's tough for you right now, but don't give up in this season because this tough season is not going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. Day doesn't last forever. Night's going to come. Cold doesn't last forever. Heat's going to come. Summer doesn't last forever. Winter's going to come. So if you're in that cold, winter, dark season in your life, hold on. Stay steady, stay hopeful, because no season lasts forever. So change now is the doorway to that best life ahead. You can't have the better day without change. You got to have some change. You got to befriend change. Things have changed for me, but it's all right. You, you have to realize it's all right that things have changed. You can win even in this season. Don't think you have to wait for things to change in order for you to win. You can win in this season. Let's talk about the nature of change. Change is the doorway to your best days. Let's talk about the nature of change. Now, when change comes, things are different. Say that. When change comes, things are different. Come on, say it again. When change comes, things are different. When change comes, Listen at this, normalcy is lost. When change comes, normalcy is lost. Things are no longer the way they were when change comes. Now listen carefully. When planting season comes, you're not going to have planting season and harvest season at the same time. You're not going to have cold and heat at the same time. You're not going to have winter and summer at the same time. When change comes, normalcy is lost. Now, here's a statement I want you to think about. I want you to think about this statement. All I'm trying to do is help you navigate through the now realizing that there are better days. In other words, God promised you better days than now. Don't get caught up that this is all it is. No, there are better days ahead of you. Now, listen at this. When change comes, normalcy is lost. People get frustrated and upset because they're trying to make change normal. Now, I'm going to pause, and then I'm going to say that again. You don't have to be frustrated. You don't. You don't have to be upset this entire season. 
you don't have to. Now, I got a series that I'm working on now called No Pressure, You Can Handle It. And I'm going to talk about stress, and I'm going to talk about peace, and I'm going to talk about rest. So I, I understand the emotional side of it. But listen at this. People get frustrated in a season, and they get upset in a season because they're trying to make change normal. And that's why some of you are frustrated now. You're in a different season. All of us are in a different season. It's not normal. You get frustrated when you try to make change normal. Now, listen at this. When change comes, here's another statement. When change comes, often, not always, but often, Things initially get worse before they get better. When change comes often, things initially get worse before they get better. Whenever change comes, and you can put it in, in any scenario, whether it's a new job, or whether it's a new child, or whether it's a new relationship, a new marriage, you can put it in whatever setting, a new church, whatever setting, whenever change comes, usually things get worse before they get better. And, and don't let that word worse throw you. In other words, usually anything new, the stress level is going to be high because you're adjusting to the new. The emotions you have will be unstable. You get in this new marriage and, and your emotions are a little stable because you passed the honeymoon, you passed all that, and now in, you're in the real world. You know, you've been on the vacation and you did all the sex, you had all that, and you had the cake and you had all that. Now you're back home and now you're in a real life relationship. So you're learning how to relate to each other. So your emotions are going to be sometimes high, sometimes they're going to be low, they're going to be a little unstable. Uh, the old routines in a change scenario, old routines don't fit. And that's why people are struggling sometimes in a change situation because they're trying to make the old routines fit the now. It doesn't fit. When change comes, the old routines does not, do not fit. Any routines that you've had do not fit. And that's what people are struggling, even with this coronavirus. They're trying to make the old routine fit into this situation. They don't. They don't fit. Roles have to be redefined. You were single. And as a single person, you could go when you wanted to go. You could stop when you wanted to stop. You could sleep in when you wanted to sleep in. You can get up when you wanted to go. You can do a lot of things without talking to anyone. But once you got married now, the roles change. The roles have to be redefined. If you're trying to act like a single person in a married relationship, you're going to have some problems and things are going to get worse before they, they, get, they get better. Communication usually is a little challenging in the beginning. It's a little challenging 
Why? Because you're learning how to talk. You're learning when you need to talk. You're learning how to talk. It's a change situation. Even, even learning how to connect with the congregations and learning how to do this, this, all this is new for us. All this is new for pastors. So the com- chat, sometimes the communication is a little challenging. Change is initially very messy. And you know that's true. Think about think about any renovation, whether it's a house or a, a, a company building, hospital. I've gone to hospitals on visitation, and they were renovating, and everything was so junky and dusty, you didn't know which way to go. Why? Because change initially is very messy. Let's talk about a caterpillar. Every caterpillar wants to be a butterfly. I bet you didn't know that. Every caterpillar wants to be a butterfly. But in order for the caterpillar to become a butterfly, change has to take place. The butterfly is a better situation, a better state, a better condition. In other words, there are better days ahead for the caterpillar. The caterpillar is a little hairy, worm-like lava, grounded on a twig, on a branch, grounded, just a little crawling around. Watch this. But this little this little lava crawling around, caterpillar, grounded, wants to become a butterfly. Now the butterfly is bright and free and beautiful and colorful. It's a flying flower. Think about it. The butterfly is flying all over the place, and the caterpillar just grounded, hanging around on a little twig, on a branch. But the butterfly is free in order for the, the caterpillar to have better days, better days, better days, better days, then some change has to take place. And for the caterpillar things will get a little worse before they get better. The caterpillar turns upside down on the twig, spins a cocoon, puts itself in an uncomfortable position, position because the cocoon is yellow and gooey and sticky and messy, So that caterpillar is going through that gooey process, but in the process of time, the caterpillar transformed into a beautiful butterfly. Now, that may be the way you're feeling right now. Maybe you're feeling like you're just a little old caterpillar. Maybe you ground it. Can't go where I want to go. Can't do where what I want to do. I got to homeschool my kids, and I got to work at the same time. And then I'm I, I'm I'm trying to stay healthy, and all these things, all these things coming at you at once. Maybe you're even unemployed, and you feel like I'm just a caterpillar. I want to fly. Well, things may be a little messy right now, but your day is coming. You're going to be free. You're not going to always be crawling around on a branch. You're going to be a flying flower. 
In other words, you have some better days ahead. Now, I want you to think for a moment, because I believe the Spirit of God just wants to encourage you. He wants to encourage you. Now, change is that doorway. Change is a, a is something, boy. I tell you, when you get in that change situation, it's not comfortable. It's not normal. And that's where you are right now. That's where most of us are right now. But God has better days ahead. God has a bright future. Come on, say that. God has a bright future. Come on, say it. God has better days than right now. Come on, say that. God has better days for me than what I'm experiencing right now. Come on, say it. God has better days for me than what I'm experiencing right now. I want you to say it one more time. God has better days for me than what I'm experiencing right now. I want to close by talking about the mind, the three mindsets. There are three mindsets that you can have in this time, three mindsets that you can have. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinketh, in his heart, so is he. So my attitude and my thoughts are so very important. When you're in a change situation, things are not normal, then it's important how you think is important, your attitude. So there are three basic mindsets. There's the, mind, there's the victim mentality, there's the adjustment mentality, and there's the opportunity mentality. Victim mentality, adjustment mentality, or opportunity mentality. Let's look at them briefly. Do you have a victim mentality? Now, let's look at some of the characteristics of a person with a victim mentality. They act helpless and dependent. They act helpless and dependent. They waste emotional energy in resistance. Oh, I just hate the way things are right now. I'm so tired of things right now. I just hate this, all this. So they got all this energy going, all this emotional energy going, about something that's not changing right now. All the energy, I hate this. I hate that. I don't like this. I don't like that. All this emotional resistance is a victim mentality. The anger, the, the, you know, the president did this, and this one did this, and the CDD, CDC did this, and this person did this, and all this going on, all this energy going on, anger and blame. If they hadn't done this, and they had did this, all this energy going, uh, they focus on problems instead of solutions. They focus on the problem. The problem is this, the problem is that, the problem is this, the problem is that. They're given to self-pity, always talking about how hard things are and why they can't win, a victim mentality. Now, sometimes when you go through a change situation, it is perfectly legitimate to mourn. And maybe you're mourning the death of an individual or relationship, nothing wrong with that, that's all right. 
everybody mourning. It's scriptural to mourn, scripture to cry. Nothing wrong with that, okay? But there come, and, and it's nothing wrong with communicating and tell God how you feel. I always tell him how I feel. I express myself. I don't hold it. And then if you're in a counseling session, then you express yourself or, or whatever. And maybe you got a friend that you can bounce things off and you can share your emotions. But sooner or later, and hopefully sooner, you're going to have to realize that change is not normal. And, and you can go through all the emotional stuff, but it's not going to change it. Now, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't like the environment we're in right now. I like to hug people. I like to see people. Sure, I can teach online, but I like to see. I like to hug my congregation. I like to hug. I, like, I, miss, I miss the congregation. I miss y'all. If you're a member of Faith Chapel, I miss you. Listen, I don't like it. We we sit out at, we don't go, I'm not sitting in restaurants right now. I sit out on the outside. If they got an outside seating, I don't like that. We like to travel. We like to cruise, not doing anything. Listen, I don't like the situation, but I had to, I had to adjust myself. Okay, this is the season that we're in, Okay. We're in a winter season, okay? We're in a cold season. We're in a dark season. So I can play the victim forever. It's not going to change the season. Or I can have an adjustment mentality. Now, the adjustment mentality is the ability to mentally cope with the new situation. In other words, I had to tell myself, okay, you don't like this, Mike. You don't like the restrictions. You don't like the limitations, but you can handle it, okay? It's dark, okay? It's cold. It's co Okay, it's winter. So I have to mentally adjust that the season has changed, okay? It's cold. I got to adjust to that. It's dark. I got to adjust to that. It's winter. Okay, I got to adjust to that. I got to adjust mentally, and that's what I did. Okay, I can't hug my congregation. Okay, I don't see them most of the time. Okay, get yourself together. Okay, get yourself together, Mike. Okay, don't people who adjust have an adjustment mentality. Don't try to make the old fit the new set of circumstances. They don't try to make it fit. That's where some Christians are doing. They're trying to make it fit. They're trying to just force it to fit. No, it's different. Okay? It's different. There's a new environment, new conditions, so you have to adjust to the new environment, to the new conditions. So maybe we go through a drive-in. Rather go in and sit. Now, I'm not saying you can't go in. I'm just saying me. Rather, rather do that so I just make the adjustment. And I'd be open to some new ways of doing things. That's the adjustment mentality, okay? We're not having in a person worship, so I adjust to the online. I adjust to it. I minister the best I can. I adjust to the new way of doing it. That's an adjustment mentality. You mentally shift your thinking. You shift your thinking because really it is counterproductive to mentally 
wish all the time for something you can't have right now. So rather than frustrate myself, I adjust my mentality, okay? It is what it is. You can, things you can control, you should control it. Okay, but we're not in control of the vaccine. We're not in control of that. So I don't worry about that. I don't I don't adjust to the fact we don't have this. We don't have that. We don't have this. But it's just a season. Now, if this is the way we're going to be forever, then maybe we need to take a shuttle and go to Mars or somewhere else. But it is a season, and no season is going to last forever. So I can have a victim mentality, I can have an adjustment mentality, or I can have an opportunity mentality. I can have an, I can have an opportunity mentality. Okay, let's think about what's an opportunity mentality. Okay, I'm going to capitalize on the change. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to get something out of this. I'm going to capitalize on the change. I'm going to embrace the change. I'm going to make the best of the situation. I'm going to find some benefits. What are some benefits? I'm going to look for the bright side. I'm going to capitalize now. Not everyone, listen at this, not everyone suffered during the Great Depression. I read a statement from an article recently. More people became millionaires during this time than in any other time in American history. Think about it. More people became millionaires in the Great Depression than in any time in American history. And the Great Depression was the greatest hardship we've experienced in American history. The greatest, greatest difficulties, and yet more millionaires were created at that season. That tells me that some people, they look for opportunities in difficult times. And, and, and personally, that's, I said that when this season is over, I want to have taken my prayer life to a whole nother level. Always knew prayer was important. Always prayed. But I said in this season, I'm taking my prayer life to a whole nother level. So what can you do in this season? How can you capitalize? Can you do a course online? Can you develop a new hobby? Can you, can you work on your degree? What can you do? Can you connect with your kids? What can you do? Can you invest more in your marriage? Okay, what opportunities can you find? And I promise you, if you talk to the Holy Spirit, pray in the Spirit about it, God will show you some things that you can do in this season where you can capitalize on the season. I trust that you got blessed from uh, this today. It was designed just to encourage you. Best days ahead is a, the theme is hope. Lifting your hope, your expectations. Next week, we're going to talk about time is a terrible thing to waste. Time. We're talking about better days ahead. So time is a terrible thing to waste. My son is going to be ministering this Sunday. It's going to be great. 
He's going he's gonna to be talking about peace, and I, I know it's going to be absolutely amazing. And we're working on some other series, so it's going to be great. Thank you so very much for spending this time with us, and we look forward to you next time. <laughs>